Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I do declare, here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drimbers. After heading out to save Yemek from a vampire attack, Gary dispatches the vampire. However, not before she manages to drain Yemek. He drives a stake through both their hearts and heads back to Longreach. The loss of his friend weighing on him, Gary heads back out to LRU for a new class. He tries his best at a new spell, heads to the laboratory to create a potion, which has some unwanted side effects, and speaks to some bards. Upon arriving back at Longreach, he discovers Yemek, still living. I do declare, Yorana is back in session. Thank you for coming to help. Do I see that that wound where I stabbed through on Yemek? So you look at Yemek and you see the necrosis on the neck from where the vampire bit him. You still see the puncture wounds. They are healed, but like scarred over. Uh, you see the black veins kind of reaching up to his face and out across his, his shoulder. And then where his heart is... You can see the puncture wound from where you stabbed him with the stake. It seems to have healed over, but it was definitely there. Yemek, what happened to you? You, you didn't know? I, I saw with my eyes the, the vampire. Yes, and, uh, 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 Angelina and Silvio they came to help. Silvio? Yes. Well, he's in the I, palace what? now. He, he, he's, he's very, very tired. Are you all right? Do you remember everything? Mostly. I, I, I remember dying. I remember you came to help me. And then I remember waking up. Yeah. Uh, uh, he can explain better. Uh, he's, he's up in the palace. Oh, okay. Um, well, I just want you to know. I avenged you. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have it right here. And uh, Yasika holds up the head. <laughs> and Yuma goes, yes, uh, uh, Yorick and Yasika told me. I'm I'm terribly sorry to have frightened you all. Uh, come, l l l uh, you should all hear it from Silvio. Let's go, let's go. 
and Yimik begins running up the pathway. You see, he runs, obviously looking much better than dead, but he doesn't look terribly healthy either. Like, he looks battered, like there's a hitch in his step. Uh, everything definitely seems labored. Hmm. And you head up to the palace. They lead you into one of the smaller rooms where you see Grizabeth reclining on a chair. She looks exhausted. You see Gordy and you see Silvio kind of laid out on a bed looking pale and just like out of it. And Angelina turns around. She goes, oh my God, Ray, Yemek. You see, we did it, Ray. Sweetheart, what happened? Well, I saw how terrible you felt this morning, and then and then I was talking to Yorick and Yasika, and I just felt so terrible, and I knew we had to do something. So I, I, I went to the school, I went to allow you to see what I could what I could do to help, and I, I found Silvio, and uh, it, it, it was all him. Well, him and, and Gordy. Hi there! Silvio stole some notes from the school, and uh, Gordy was able to... Make a scroll, roll a perception check for me. 19. Beautiful, okay. So yeah, you notice Silvio laying, sweating, looking like shit. You see on one of the night tables there, the nightstands, there are like kind of like these burnt up pieces of paper, kind of like the ends of two scrolls. And you notice on, uh, as Grizabeth like has her hands on you, you notice that her ring is missing its diamond. Mm. And she says, Gordy was able to, uh, with some of the notes that Silvio took, they were working together, and they managed to make a scroll of a uh, of Ray's dead. It Silvio, oh, poor thing. And you see, she kind of like leaves you for a second and grabs one of the towels and dabs his head. And Silvio looks at you. <laughs> it took everything in me to cast it. Uh, I will be okay, but uh, I, I guess I must have done something wrong. The scroll it, it burnt up and oh god I feel like shit <laughs> I, I I think the scroll's supposed to burn up it, to, to but... my understanding it's it's kind of like um if you really know how to use a scroll it doesn't have to burn up uh it's kind of like an aid to prevent uh, the use of material components but uh if you if you use it and you don't know what you're doing uh usually it'll just fail uh, but Silvio seems to have been able to pull it off. Um, according to what he told me, it, 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 it seems like he's new to the whole magic thing, and I guess he just wasn't ready for such an intense spell. Race dead is no small thing, and uh, I'm not really a... Uh, I'm a potions and lotions guy. <laughs> I'm not really a, a scrolls and tolls guy, so uh, it might have been a little crude on my part. Well, what did it do to him? Why is he so weak now? <laughs> Race dead. It raises them for a limited period of time, but it is very dependent on the body. And coming back from the dead is no small <coughs> thing. You see, the uh, assuming I cast it correctly, we have 10 days to find a more permanent solution. Thankfully, his body was not uh, gravely injured. Uh, no organs were removed or decapitation or anything like that. Ray's dead is heavily dependent on the body being intact. Are you gonna be like this the whole time? <clears throat> I don't think so. Uh, I think a rest or two and I should be okay. It just really drained me. Okay, uh, well, what's our solution? How do we bring him back? I don't know. This is the best I could do on short notice after what Angelina told me. 
Maybe one of these can help, and, and Gary's going to pull out one of the soul gems. Gordy sees it, and he goes, oh my god, is that a, is that a soul gem? Yeah. Well, uh, normally soul gems are like a last resort kind of thing, if, if someone's already dead, but, uh, and sorry to speak so frankly, and he kind of looks over to Yumik, Yorick, and Yasuka, and they go, oh, no worries, it's okay, we understand, it's a very grave situation. Basically, we, we, we kind of have a dead man walking here. I don't think I could do it, but... Maybe the monastery or someone? If we could, instead of letting him die and then try and retrieve the consciousness, you know, in its in whatever capacity remains, if we're ready to capture him as soon as he dies and we can prepare a new vessel or or something like that, then yeah, maybe that, that, that could be a really good solution. So he needs a new body. Maybe or maybe the monastery can heal his current body. I, I, I don't know. We don't have a lot of uh, medics here right now. Most of them are hopefully trapped in the monastery and not uh, dead or anything. Well, Yimik looks like we're kind of in the same boat. I'm in a similar situation. Um, Technically, I'm also supposed to be dead. Is there anything I can do to help? Uh, Speed this up along? Um, Does Barnabas require any more materials? I spoke with him and he said that you delivered all of the materials and uh, with that, I think he has everything he needs. I can keep searching to see if I find any more, but uh, for everything he requested, I believe we all found them. Well, I want to have you guys work, and and I'm really thankful, especially for you, Yimik, for all that you've done. But I'm really scared now with the presence of the vampire patrols. I'm afraid to send you guys out. Plus, no offense, but you're not looking too great. It might be better if you rest up, you know, save your strength for when we really need you. Uh, we don't know what's coming, so understood. I will follow your lead, Ray. I just want to be of, of, of assistance. You've done so much for all of us and all of the people here. I just want to pull my weight. Okay. We're gonna get you better. For now, just help out around here in the city. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, Jorgen said that he wanted to build a couple of reinforcements at all the gates. There we go. Just in case something happens. Perfect. Yes. Thank you, sweetheart. So, you guys can help out doing that kind of stuff. Yes, that sounds good. Well, I'm really glad I picked up some extra soul gems. Cause, uh, yeah, thank God. Either way, Yorick and Yasika. Yeah. What were the gifts? What did you get them, Yimik? Oh, I... <laughs> We keep our gifts secret. It, it's uh, it's all our birthdays coming up next week. Oh, right. Just a, okay. a little inside joke, something sentimental that reminds us of our parents. And uh, Sylvia, you're going to need a rest for a bit, I guess. I, I'm not fo- feeling too great right now, but I think tomorrow or maybe the day after I should be okay. Yeah, the resources at LRU are really incredible. I would like to... Study as much as possible. I want to be there when you go to the monastery. You know, Gordy, I don't understand how the how the college got so many good resources, but they skimped out on you. I mean, your potions and lotions. Well, to my understanding, the the university's kind of been like doing its own thing. It's kind. It's almost like it's its own town. I don't know why, but uh, Rengard didn't seem to fuck with them too much. Well. It is Long Reach University, and you are a store, a setup shop in Long Reach. 
I think that you should have some of that supplies as well. You know, that might not be a bad idea. I could go try and strike a deal with uh, with someone, maybe um, if, if they need certain things uh, manufactured for them, I, I can... I can provide it in exchange for, uh, you know, getting a few extra of the uh, the resources for the actual shop or something, or, or maybe like an like an internship program, I, I or, or an apprenticeship. I guess is more appropriate for our fantasy setting. <laughs> I, I could take some people in and then show them what I know, and maybe Longreach can provide us with the materials and kind of like a curriculum or something. Yeah, you're pretty knowledgeable, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, my family's been doing this for ages. Yeah. I think you should be teaching those classes, and that school should be paying you, because they get a lot of gold for a lot of stupid reasons in classes. That is a great idea. There's a lot of gold going to them and going to a bunch of nothing classes, because I had a look, and they're really, really good classes, and then there's a lot of not-so-good classes. So, I think... They should be giving you more resources than you are giving them. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can head over there tomorrow and and talk to administration or something. Okay, so Silvio, you just rest and join me when you're feeling better. Right. One last thing, actually. When I went to find uh, Yimik's body, I saw the remains of uh, the vampire. She looked off. Something wasn't right, but. Beyond that, I don't know why, my, again, my memories from that time are very, very, very foggy, but she seemed almost familiar to me. Maybe I'm just paranoid, but I have a feeling that this might be Ed and Fred. I, I don't know if it's just pure coincidence, or if they have something to do with what's been going on in the area, or the monastery, but I, I'm getting a very bad feeling about it. You didn't know that lady, did you? Like I said... I don't really remember much from my time as a thrall because my mind was so... I mean, essentially, my consciousness was overwhelmed by their orders and desires. But she seemed familiar. I can't explain it. So I have a feeling that in some weird way, I probably did. For all I know, he furrows his brow and kind of looks away from me. He goes, I could have done what she did to some poor person. Well, yeah, that's... Um... Side effects of vampirism. You didn't, uh, use any vampiric abilities in that scroll, did you? No. This was, uh, all based on the magic I found in the school. The, the clerical studies. Well, it looks like you're doing a lot better than I've been. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say that. I wasn't always the best student. Maybe I gotta do your note-taking skills, too. I'll teach you how to take fantasy Cornell notes. <laughs> All right. Oh, and thank you. Thank you, Silvio, and thank you, Angelina. That, um, this gives me a, a lot more hope. Thank you, Ray. You give me hope. All right, well, it's pretty late, right? Yeah, we should probably be getting to bed. Uh, you guys, please rest up. Uh, Yemik, if you feel anything, you feel any side effects, you feel anything, please do not hesitate to find us. We are here to help you. Uh, the clock is ticking. We got ten days to, uh, figure something out for you. I think we should be at the monastery by then. Silvio, please rest up. If you need anything, uh, you know where to find me. 
and and thank you again. And thank you, Gordy. Really phenomenal work. Okay. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. And you and Angelina walk back to bed. We're halfway there. For sure, dude. Yeah. This, this is the halftime ad with Nikki B. Keep it up, Scruffles. Remember, remember your training. Can't hold him up much longer. Ah, you won't need to. It's time. Employ the one inch munch. You did it. Are you okay, Scruffles? I'm fine. Tasted like gingerbread. What? Here, try it. It does. A fucking gingerbread dragon? Uh, Nikki? What's next? Some sort of chocolate-covered beholder? Actually, uh... Turn around. coming from let me see your phone no scruffles now is not the time for candy crush no your email what here look it's the not so daily drimbus godzilla the gingerbread dragon chocolate covered beholder a turkask all of the creatures from everyone's favorite weekly newsletter that keeps you up to date with your favorite actual play podcast <laughs> That gives you new cool monsters, items, and adventure hooks for your campaign. <sighs> are coming to life. God damn it. I knew those creatures were too powerful to make available for free by signing up at drimbus.com slash newsletter. Quick, thank the patrons while I take this chocolate-covered bitch down. Thank you so, so much. Queso Loco, Jerry Mantatas, Victoria Madrid, Greta Minier, Alex, excuse my ass, Ace Andrews, Regina Russell, Saucy, Sam Alvarez, Jordan Cobb, Come on. Name Rove, John Dwight, Andy Starr, Dalton Gass, Michael Rogers, Davis Walton, Jenny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Callie Wolf, Brandon and Bishop, Greg, Twiglets, Joanna, Westberger, Stan Sitzman, Scramble the Death Killer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesner, Ruth Danitos, Morgan Lawson, Stone of Phantom, Melissa Rain. Sensational. Butts of Bloody, The Lone Trumpeter, Normally Me, Dane Cole, Luna, The State of Alaska, Faust, The Heavenly Demonic Monster, Mosh Coffee, Official Anarchy, and David Carlson. Alright. Let's get to the bottom of this. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? 
Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You snuggle in for the night and you doze off. You doze off into a deep, deep, deep sleep. If you're having dreams, you cannot remember them. And you just kind of feel yourself slip away into nothing until you just don't feel anything. And then like through the darkness of sleep, you begin to hear a, Hey, I wake up. Hey, honey, hey, hey. And then slowly you start to feel more like slapping on your face. It's very dull at first, very like sensationless. And then eventually you feel like a hard slap, but it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a hard slap. You know, that's what it was, but it feels like just a little smack, just like, and you finally open your eyes with like force as your eyelids crust open and you see Grizzabeth over you going, Ray, Ray, hello. Are you okay, sweetheart? As you open your eyes, it's almost like your vision is almost as if you had like a bad contact lens on. Ugh. Everything is a little blurry and hazy. And you can't really, like you can see things, but there is, the details are all very, very fuzzy. <sighs> hey, sweetheart, can you hear me? Yeah. Oh my God. Are you okay? Can you? My glasses. She starts searching through her purse and she goes, okay, uh, uh, here you go. And she pulls out glasses and puts them over your nose. Does it help that blurry vision? Not much. No. Not much at all. Uh, you remember that actually your like vision had improved for a little bit. Yeah. And now yeah. it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's not like your eyesight is getting worse. It's literally almost like you have something covering your eyes. And as you begin to sit up, Grizabeth helps you and she goes, is that better? Is that better, Ray? Uh, he shakes his head no. He's like holding his head. Yeah, she takes them off you and then you look and you see that that black material on your body has spread. So it's now not just like your arm, it's begun to spread onto your chest. She like runs her hands over you and goes, I just, I, I saw this when I woke up this morning and, and, and you're looking, uh, I think your condition is, it's, um, it's progressive and, and, and you were kind of cold and, and your heartbeat was really slow. Are you, are you okay, Ray? Ray? Are you okay? I don't know. It's hard to see. You are having a little difficulty moving. Your dexterity drops by one and your strength has gone up by one as well. That's, oh, okay. As you feel your thick, like, corded muscles have hardened into this, like, almost plastic material. Oh, Ray, I'm getting so worried about you. <laughs> Either getting sick or getting old. And he tries to put his legs over the side of the bed. Yeah, as you do that, you can. You're starting to wake up and you're adjusting to the new sensations of your body. You're okay. Like, it's not like you're debilitated. But definitely, you are feeling your transformation progress. Okay. <clears throat> what 
time is it? Um, it's late morning. Did I long rest, technically? Yes, yes, you long rest. Okay. I'm gonna get ready for school. Okay, sweetheart. Are you sure you're okay? No. I gotta keep going. Gotta plan in a few days. Gotta okay. get strong. Okay, be, be safe, please. Um, today I'm gonna be working with Yagen to, uh, look over a lot of the, uh, the new constructions he wants to do at the, at the entrances. Just, uh, a couple of extra security, uh, measures. And, uh, apparently the tunnel is coming along really nicely. He wanted to do a walk through there, but, uh, that, that is almost complete as well. Perfect. Uh, Gary's gonna walk to a bucket of water somewhere, maybe. Yeah. You find one. There's a little like wash basin there. And yeah, start washing his face, trying his best to clear up the mucky <laughs> eyes. Yeah, you you clear up some of the muck. Your vision doesn't necessarily improve, but your eyes do adjust to kind of looking through whatever's going on. And as you wash up, you do like you just feel it all over your body. Your skin is hardening all throughout, basically. It's hard to pinch your skin Whoa. because it's not even, it's not all that elastic in most places. Uh, Gary's going to go look for something in the kitchen-y area, I guess, foodish area. It's only been a couple of days, but already there are a lot less of the survivors, I guess, for lack of a better word, staying overnight in the palace. There are still quite a few and everyone is still pitching in and bringing in uh, the breakfast table. You see that it has kind of become like a little community thing now where there is free breakfast for everyone. People can kind of bring in potluck. So today you actually see a couple of baked goods. Um, they don't look too delicious as uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're still struggling with the supplies that you have available to you. But there are a couple of decent looking croissants available. A lot of that potato soup. There's always fresh coffee ready to go and some like watered down like scrambled eggs. Gary's gonna grab a croissant and coffee and head off to school. As you do, Silvio meets up with you along the way and he says, Ray, I am not feeling too great today, but uh, I was thinking I could go sit in the library for a little bit. Rest, read up, see how that goes. That sounds perfect. If you learn anything interesting, uh, let me know. I would love to uh, study with you some more when I get the chance. We'll see how it goes today. As you guys are walking to school, you meet up with Gordy, who is also heading out to LRU to see who he can <laughs> talk to to kind of put some things in motion. So you all walk to school together. Uh, Gordy breaks off first as you point him towards the administration building. Then Silvio breaks off as he heads towards the library. And you head to the hall to meet up with Professor Azur. Azur's lesson today is more of an in-depth view of, luckily for you, uh, Conjuration. Oh, yeah. So you are now entering a unit where he is kind of going in-depth on each of the different schools of magic. Basically, how it works, what makes him unique, and like some of the basic spells. So a lot of cantrips, as well as like a good couple of examples of uh, more extensive spells that you might expect to learn if you were enrolled here, you know, maybe towards the end of your curriculum. He goes in depth and you are cross-referencing. You have the pamphlets that he has handed out. 
You have your notes that you have taken in the library, and you have uh, some of Ostrogon's books. And you are furiously taking notes as really the world of wizarding is starting to open up to you a little bit. Everything is starting to make sense. Now it's really just a matter of practice, really, and getting these things under your belt. And so after the lecture, you guys head outside to do your, your drill for the day. Today's lesson is going to be a rather simple one, but a very important one. So... Uh, for those of you specializing in conjuration, you may find yourselves at an advantage with a lot that you have uh, learned today. But I encourage you to step out of your comfort zone. It is not terribly uncommon, although not commonly advised, for wizards to study multiple schools of magic. Do not close yourself off to the utility of other schools. So, uh, I know we have a lot of uh, evocation wizards uh, in this semester. But uh, conjuration can be uh, very useful, so I encourage you to maybe try and apply some of the things that you learned here today. As I said, today's uh, assignment is going to be very simple. You are going to begin with an injured comrade uh, who cannot fend for themselves and who is in an incredibly weakened state. Uh, your goal is going to be to escort this comrade to safety. Are we clear? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, very well. Let's begin. And we begin as a couple of different students volunteer to go up first. And eventually, Ray, it becomes your turn. As you step into the center of the field, you see all of the TAs begin to swirl their hands. The fog encapsulates you and you find yourself in a jungle. Before you is a man in like a researcher's outfit. And you see he is bleeding heavily uh, from his side going, oh, Oh, help! We gotta get out of here! Come on! And you are deep in a jungle in what look like stone ruins. There are cavernous pits everywhere. And you see about 120 feet ahead of you is like just a bright white light peering out through the dense jungle. Uh, as this happens, you feel a deep rumbling. And he goes, oh no... And from behind you, you see there is the entrance to like this stone temple. Mm -hmm. And out of the entrance of the temple onto the sloped steps that you are on, a giant stone boulder begins rolling down your way. And you get the feeling that you have probably about five seconds before it crushes you. What do you do? Wow. How, how tall is that boulder? Uh, let's call it 15 feet tall. Oh. 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 Yeah. Okay. Now my running speed is 40 feet. Uh-huh. Gary is going to look at the pamphlet really quickly, look at the boulder, and then just spin around. He thrusts his, one of his hands forward at the dude on the ground, and Gary casts Vortex Warp. Ooh, what does that do? You magically twist space around another creature you can see within range. The target must succeed on a constitution saving throw. Or, or choose to fail, mm -hmm. <laughs> or the target is teleported to an unoccupied space of your choice you can see within range. Oh, roll an arcana check for me. As Vortex Warp is a spell that is new to you and not present in your spellbook. Uh-oh. 11. It's a second level spell? Yeah. Okay, you run off to the side, you duck into the brush. The boulder begins coming down. And as you flick your fingers, you see the space around him begin to warp as it goes. 
Like, he kind of collapses in on himself. The ground kind of collapses around him. And you see it swirl out and around 30 feet off to the right into the jungle muck as the boulder passes and falls off into the cavernous pit. However, as the vortex swirl ends, instead of him landing on the ground, his body parts all go flying, chopped up by the swirling of space Aww. and reality. And the simulation ends. You could have used a little more studying, Mr. Ray. However, this was a very elegant solution. I commend you for your approach. However, your technique was sloppy as last time. So perhaps a little more time in the library would serve you well, yes? I want to go again, sir. You see, he's like writing in his clipboard, not looking at you as he's talking. And you say, I want to go again, sir. And he like freezes. And he like librarian glances up at you over the rim of his glasses and he goes, Excuse me? I had him. I had him, sir. That was just... I don't know. If someone could have just shown me the right technique, I knew what to do. I had the the brains to do it. I, I, I just didn't have the right form. As wielders of incredible power and magic, we do not get second chances very often. We are often subjected to life-or-death decisions, decisions which impact others. How confident are you in your abilities? I'm very confident, sir. Are you willing to put your money where your mouth is? Yes. 25 gold for a second go. You succeed, I'll return it to you. You fail, that is the price you pay. After a long pause, Gary chucks 25 gold at him. Dope, okay. You chuck the gold, he grabs it in one hand, snaps his finger, and you see the TAs begin to swirl again as you are spit right back into the exact same situation. You see the boulder coming down. What do you do? Vortex warp again. Okay, give me that arcana check. <laughs> no. The same fucking number. <laughs> okay, actually, you know what? I will give you advantage now that this is your second game. You're getting the technique down. So give it to me one more time. <laughs> Nine. Okay, you begin casting vortex warp and... You start trying, you see it going, you see it going wrong, so you stop, you kind of like undo it with hand gestures, and you start casting it again, and you are focusing so hard, you're so adamant about getting this spell right, that you forget to move out of the way, and you get crushed by the boulder. <laughs> oh god, I just spat all over my webcam! <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> but you get crushed by the boulder, and the simulation ends. And you just see Professor Azure flipping a coin in the air on his thumb. I, just, I walk out. I walk out. He says, where are you going? To study. I'm going to the library. Unseen to Gary, but seen to the camera, you see like a little small smile appear on his face as he nods and takes a note down on his notepad. So Gary, you head to the library. What do you do? Merely start studying, learning on that specific spell, <laughs> but <laughs> if he can, but otherwise conjuration techniques, proper form, trying to fucking... Okay, I'll tell spell. you what. If you want to spend the day studying this spell specifically, you can. It's going to require a certain number of checks, and each check is going to take an hour of studying. I will tell you if you succeed or fail at the end of the day, so you tell me how many hours you want to study. You willing to commit one hour to it? Yeah, I'm willing to commit one hour. Okay, yeah. please uh, roll an arcana check for me. Critical fail. Okay. That is one hour gone as you study and you thought you understood the spell. Like you almost had it. Yeah. You literally were like 99% of the way there. And now like it's making less sense to you. Just 
oh, no, I'm just fucking, I had it, and now I'm just fucking, he's just getting frustrated. You want to give it another hour? Yeah, of course he is, yeah. Okay, roll an arcana check. Fucking, this book sucks. He throws it over his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> it is now probably early afternoon. <gasps> A second critical fail. It is making less sense to you. Like, you, you start getting a migraine as you take... You take two <laughs> points of migraine damage. <laughs> Gary is seething in the library. You, like, throw a book, and instead of, like, hitting a shelf or something, it hits another student, and they go, Ow! <laughs> and suddenly you feel a hand on your shoulder, and you see Silvio. What? Ah! Ray, is everything okay? No, I... Yeah, no, I, sorry, I, I was in class, and I had it, and I fucking had it in my hand, and I just failed, and then I bet again, and I just threw away more money, and now I'm sitting here for two hours, and the spell that I was so close to figuring out, I am going backwards, it's like I, the whole ball went it's the other okay. side of the field. It's, it's okay, Ray, listen, you lost a little bit of gold, why don't we try <coughs> focusing on uh, what you did? Wrong, perhaps. Maybe we can identify the error and see what caused it, right? As a, as a farmer, my lessons were hard learned. I would spend a year working on a crop only to find out I, uh, I gave it too much humidity or too little. You're in a library. Let's take a chill pill, dude. Okay, I see that was not well received. I'm just going to show you how I take notes on this. And let's see <coughs> if that helps you at all. And if you will allow it, Silvio would like to study with you for the next hour. Yeah, he allows it. Okay, roll a uh, an Arcana check. He's going to take the help action for this hour to give you advantage. 17. Okay, it is starting to make a little more sense to you. At the very least, you are like back at where you were while you were in class, where the spell makes sense to you, but like the technique isn't quite right. You, like, test it on an apple on one of the study tables, and the apple explodes like the dude did in the simulation. And Sylvia goes, okay, we're we're almost there. You you look kind of tired, though. Do you want to go? It's Classes are all pretty much ending right about now. I'm not leaving today until I learn this thing. I'm right there. I'm right there, Silvio. Okay. Let's get you there. Roll another arcana check. Uh, 17. Okay. After this next hour, you do it quite a few more times and you keep fucking it up in the same way, but you now understand what it is as it's a part of the somatic component, especially with your tensed muscles and this like new transformation that you've had today. You don't have the same dexterity in your hands that you had before. And so where like the effort that you're putting in probably would have been the perfect casting yesterday, today it is actually throwing you off as you're not yet quite calibrated to the changes in your body. So you feel like you've progressed a little bit, maybe not quite all the way there, but you're pretty damn close. Uh, it is now getting to be late in the night. However, the library is open 24 hours if you wish to continue studying. Yeah. Okay, roll another arcana check. You see, that's what it is. It's because of the stupid fucking sickness and I'm getting old and try it like this. 18. 
Yeah. And as you spend the next hours, you guys actually step outside of the library. You're like, okay, we, we took the notes. And you step outside and you start just like trying it outside for an hour. Like just fucking drilling, 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 drilling. You have been finding little snow worms. <laughs> <laughs> and just warping them. And there are just like worms everywhere that have been blasted to oblivion. <laughs> you have a pile and worms can't really express much, but it almost looks like they're all scared. And as you put this one on the ground, it was like trembling, you vortex warp. It sees that it's still intact and just frantically inches away. Well, I feel like an asshole. It was conjuration day today, but at least I finally got something out of it. Hey, that is uh, a relatively high-level spell. It is not for beginners. You're making quick progress, Ray. <laughs> you should feel very good about yourself. Well, I guess I have to thank you, because uh, you really helped me out here. Oh, it's nothing. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm tired. We should just head back now. All right. It's getting late, and I'm really hungry. Yeah, I could eat. All right, let's head home. Can I add that spell? You can add that spell to your list of known spells now. And as you learn these spells from the pamphlet, once you get them written down, you have your little spell book that Ostrogon gave you, and you are adding into the pages and slowly expanding your list of spells. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of... Nicholas Benetados as Gary Mogbaha. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera, with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Space. Multiverse. Stars. One stars. One star reviews. Join Negative Nancy and Chatbot aboard the Space Window as they bring you the worst one star reviews from all across the universe. I'm supposed to say that we promise to bring you the very best one star reviews from all across the multiverse. But you know what? I don't believe it. I don't believe that for one second. I'm rating my driver Marcus one star. Not for his driving ability, but instead for his disloyalty and cowardice. Blackluster moon vacations. A can of beans. Abandoned malls. Cat beds that don't come in human sizes. Dragon stuff. Come have a laugh back at the one star reviewers. Listen to the one stars wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs>